Hello and welcome to today's podcast. So this is episode 10 of 21 and this is going to be again out of the 21 days a short mini series of three and it's called The Pursuit of Happiness. I've actually got a full podcast on this for me and Kim, uh, the in-house mindset coach, done a, like a live seminar the start of February. So it was nearly a year ago now. Um, but it's on the it's on the podcast that you go check the full thing out. But I thought I would kind of break it down into kind of three main parts, which which it is. So first one will be today, um, and kind of break it down because it is quite a long one. Um, so I'd rather break it down into three shorter ones so you can kind of understand it. So the whole premise behind it is called the pursuit of happiness, and I feel as if a lot of the time when people join the program, when people start any sort of fitness thing or self-improvement thing that is kind of what they're what they're there for so whether it's a, a body compositional goal or whatever they're in this kind of constant pursuit to be happy and a lot of the time people will think about because actually i'll tell you an example i'll tell you an example that happened last night <laughs> so uh me and my wife were talking about uh potentially moving house and like when we would move house and things and like what we're going to do get into a bigger house and I think where I always want to make sure that I'm not doing this is think that I'll be happy when this happens rather than trying to be more content with, with the here and now. And I'm not saying that a bigger house won't make life a wee bit easier, a wee bit easier to move about, that sort of stuff. But what I'm trying to get at is a lot of the time people look at a bigger house, they look at um, material things, they look at uh, a certain physique, they look at whatever it is, right, of their goal, of this kind of snapshot and picture that they have in, in their mind, as if that's where, when they're going to be happy. When realistically, um, you're you're not you're never going to be happy unless you understand that the direction that you're moving towards needs to be in aligned with your values, which is my first topic. Uh, so there'll be three topics, and this is the first one. So feel as if the kind of main thing that you need in order to facilitate kind of day-to-day happiness because end of the day listen let, like let's let's face it happiness is an emotion happiness comes and goes like anyone tells you to feel happy all the time is just lying <laughs> right obviously you can deal with situations better you can kind of react in a better way but you're still a, still a human you're, you still have to react um negatively sometimes and um you don't feel happy for it but everything comes with its pros and cons but the the biggest thing that I find instead of I don't feel as if happiness actually exists. I think happiness is a, a true happiness doesn't actually exist. It's like a constant state of contentment. And where you where 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 I feel as if people should start on this kind of pursuit of happiness is to to identify their their own values. So I feel as if it's someone who with who understands who's very self aware, who understands their kind of core values. Um, and their aspirational values is the kind of two main things. Um, it makes such a difference to their life. Um, and, then it, and they feel as if they're going in a, in a direction that's in alignment with that. And you've probably never, you might have, if you've done a bit of self-development yourself, but you've probably never sat down and actually thought about these things. So in terms of like the, the two types of values, I'll tell you uh, the first type. So the t- first type would be like aspirational values. So aspirational values is something, and I use this quite often as an example because it's very much relatable. Whenever someone first comes on the program, whether it's the challenge or, or the or the one-to-one program, they tend to, um, or I, I give them a question at the start. It's like list these values in a, like a, in, in, in 
in terms of importance um, in your life. And the first ones say health and fitness, family, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the time people put health and well-being first when if they're joining the program and they're struggling with it, in actual fact, that isn't actually a core value. That's an aspirational value. So this is something that people need to understand that even though you want to value something, doesn't mean that you do truly within your kind of default nature actually value it yet. It's something you would like to value. And it is important that you understand the difference between the two because there's certain things that become your default habits and your default, because your default can be changed. And that's how you end up building this kind of newfound identity, et cetera. But you need to understand when something's an aspirational value and you want it and when something's a core value. And this is where when people have struggled with emotional eating, they've struggled with poor habits in the past with regards to food, et cetera. They, they need to understand that it's, it's not going to change overnight. It's going to be something that eventually will become their default. And it's not like they'll never relapse into poor um, behaviors, but on their core, on like on average, that's like they, they do value kind of health and well-being or healthy eating, et cetera, et cetera. It's something that is aspirationally built up into a core value, but it doesn't necessarily always, or most of the time, it doesn't start there. Um, so, but the thing is, you already have core values, and I think it's important to identify what those are because with these core values, you probably don't want to lose them in um in pursuit of an aspirational value. So, what this means is, uh, again, another example, just personally with myself, whenever I first um whenever I first owned the gym years ago, was it like seven years ago or something now, I thought in my head that. I needed to have a six pack to own a gym. Don't know why, just I was pretty young at the time, 22 or something. And uh, I I thought that's what I need to do. I need to get a six pack of what I want to own a gym because who doesn't own a gym? Who's got a, owns a gym and doesn't have a six pack? And I'd had one before. <laughs> I couldn't sustain it. I had one before for boxing, but um, it wasn't really that impressive, to be honest. Um, so I thought that was that was my pursuit. That was my pursuit of happiness, right? But as a result of doing that, and it's a little learning curve, I, I basically threw all values aside. So social life went out the window. Family relationships kind of went out the window. Personal relationships went out the window. Um, any sort of enjoyment in my day-to-day went out the window because I just went balls to the walls with it. Um, did I get in, in pretty good nick? Yeah, I did. But um, that was really all I was thinking about. And I had no energy. And t- to an extent, there was, a, there was a period of time where it probably affected my clients because it was so low in energy. And even though, like, for a vanity metric, I might have looked the part in terms of, like, health and fitness, I certainly didn't feel it. So it's important that you don't kind of put the, the aspirational value on a pedestal so much that you end up losing some of your core values. So whenever you set a goal, it's important to look at your core values that you currently have and then look at your aspiration ones and look at how they can all slot in together. You might have to, for a short time, get rid of your aspirational values um, or not get rid of. You might have to hold them, put them on pause to then re-put them in. So uh, an example of this might be, right right now, I really, I, in my core, I'm a quite a, like this isn't true for me right now, right? But let's say it used to be, in my core, I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm a pretty outgoing person at the weekends, and I like to I like to go out and have a drink. So that might be a core value of mine, a social life. Whereas whenever you've got a, a goal to to get to a certain milestone with your fitness or your health or your physique or whatever, and you might have to let that core value go for a short space of time, 
as long as you get a plan out the other end of it, I think it's fine. So what I mean by that is that say you used to go out every, like let's say you set a 12 week goal and you used to go out every week. You might only be able to go out properly once or twice during that 12 weeks to really achieve your um, the result that you're looking for. You can't have everything. So, but the thing is after that, it's a lot easier to maintain it if you've got a plan at the other end of it. So whenever you have all these kind of core values and things, you can press pause on some of them as long as they come back later um, through the sacrifice of something you're trying to aspire to. And then hopefully then that embeds itself into your life as well. So I think the thing is like for a lot of people, they convince themselves of a certain story of how like a core value is something that can't be changed or it almost, it, or sorry, not that it necessarily can't be changed, but they can't, they can't ever have a, a new value because they've almost painted their own identity in their head. So, if someone says um, something along the lines of, "I can't do that," or I, "I don't want to do that because I am this type of person," like that's just a story that they're telling themselves and all that they're basing that on is their past experiences and usually that's just based on their past approaches so i think realize that anything that you do can always be adapted and changed and you can actually adapt into brand like basically a brand new person and i've seen it uh, probably myself but i've seen it like through so many of my clients as well but I think it is important that you understand where your core values lie. Identify three to five of them. Um, so I'll give you I'll give you a few examples. So it might be family, it might be financial security, and it might be social life and, and time off. So I'll give you an example. Um, let's just say, for instance, you value financial security, family, and social life. But right now you really need to invest in yourself because mentally you also value you try and value your mental health but that's really taking a hit so because you're you're not you're feeling out of control you might value financial security but you also might value social life and time off but those might need, need to take a hit in the short term because you need to invest in yourself which financially maybe might be slightly uncomfortable um whether it's a one-to-one program or it's a cheaper thing for the challenge. Um, it's money that you don't get instant gratification back from. But then at the same time, you also might have to say no to a few social events, which will, again, save you money and help you in that sense. But it's going to stop that, that value in the meantime. But it's going to add to another aspirational value. So I think it's important to understand all these things, understand what they all are. Um, feel free to, to message me if you've got any questions about it. But... That, that was kind of the first topic because I feel like values is something that if you don't understand them, understand what what direction you want to take things in and what you want to aspire to, you're potentially just chasing, I want to lose 10 pounds and it's never really enough. And whenever someone wants to get a bit deeper into what they actually want long-term, it's very important that they understand these things. Um, so that was episode one around values. Hope you found it useful. I hope I didn't just repeat myself about 15 times. Um, but but yeah, honestly, I would love to know what you took away from it. And other than that, I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.